How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back. Back to the Morning Roast with Fonte and Shasky. Having a lot of fun today on the Tuesday. we got Warriors and Wizards. NFL Combine going on in Indianapolis. It's crazy. The All-Star game, NBA All-Star game was just in Indianapolis. It was snowing. It was cold as hell. Saw people posting photos from the Combine in Indy. It's over 70 degrees in Indianapolis. Not a cloud in the sky. Wow. Weather flipped there quick. But NFL Combine going on. John Lynch is there, of course, and... Um, a lot of things going on with the 49ers. Who will be their D.C.? Will the Bears keep the number one pick? Will they move off of Justin Fields? There's a lot going on in the NFL. Um, we'll wait for some news to break. The legal temporary period is, what, about a week away here. Uh, so news will be happening when it comes to the 49ers and the NFL shortly here. Andrew Wiggins out due to personal reasons. Personal reasons, he's out. Uh, boy. And I'm not going to speculate. I'm not speculating. Because it, it it must be serious, so I hope everything's okay. I hope everything's okay. But it's still concerning to me as a fan based on what happened last year is all. Mm-hmm. And I hope I hope he's okay, man, because if you miss a game, that's a big deal for personal reasons. No so doubt. I hope he's all right. No doubt. And his family or whatever. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and they need to get rolling here, man. Like They just started playing good basketball. They've won 10 of 13. The Wizards are not. They've lost 11 in a row. The Wizards have won three home games. They're 3-23 at home. 3-23 at home. When you're having a good season, things kind of fall into place. Like, the plane never breaks down. Mm. The bus always gets to the plane on time. 
the everything flows. It, it, it's just kind of like the universe is, is right. telling us we're having a good season. When you have all these things happen that the Warriors have had happen this year, you're fighting it, right? You're always fighting it. You, you, you know, Draymond getting suspended, mm-hmm. and this guy's hurt, and that, and the controversy's off the court. Now you have other your 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 coach passes away, yep. like. They're battling, they're scrapping, they're clawing, they're fighting, they're trying to stay in this thing because they have championship resume and they know what it takes. But man, there are just so many things that haven't gone their way this year that it just—it's not telling bad omens. Yeah, the universe isn't right. telling you it's that your this year. This is a championship. This team. isn't your year. It right. just isn't, and that's okay. I mean, no. it's, it's hard to win a championship. But is that okay for a lot of Dub Nation? I don't know if they don't win a championship. I know it's not okay for Joe Lacob. They're thinking big. They're thinking championship. And they shouldn't. You've had, right. You have an owner, Bonte, that's right. like that? That's, I'm, that's, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with amazing. that. amazing. I love an owner like that. <laughs> an owner spending money, paying the tax. I got no problem with that. None whatsoever. But I'll say this, too. If the Warriors didn't win the championship this season, well, did Kamiga get better? Did Pajimski get better? TJD, Moses Moody. Do I have some young guys who can ride along with Stephen Curry next season? And Draymond Green next season, and hopefully Clay Thompson next season, and Andrew Wiggins next season. I don't know what's going to happen to Chris Paul. He has a team, team option, but do I got some young guys who I can build around? Or I know, hey, I got a player there. Jonathan Kaminga looks like he could be that player, and I expect him to have a, a monster game without Andrew Wiggins alongside of him. That's more shots for him. That's more shots for Steph. That's more shots for Clay Thompson when he comes off the bench. But it, for me, FP, I, I just... <sighs> This team, they just haven't had consistent lineups. It's just Moody gets hurt. Wiggins is in the fuck. Then he gets hurt. Kaminga's out of rotation. Now he's starting. Now he's coming off the bench. Now he's starting. Clay Thompson, starting. Bench, starting. Not finishing. Now he's coming off the bench. Like, I, it's just been an inconsistent rotation for Steve. And that's why it's hard for me to come down Steve Kerr's road, FP. What is he supposed to do? I get they blow some games and some of his rotations have drove me crazy. But guys are in and out of the lineup. Chris Paul out since January 5th. Gary Payton II has had two stints on the uh, on the injury list. Trayvon Green's been suspended twice. Twice. You know, he's missed half the season. So I don't I don't know, man. That that's the most annoying part of this season for me is just the inconsistencies with the guys in and out of the lineup. And then Steve Kerr's getting criticized for his rotations and his lineups and who's finishing. I mean, he's trying to put it together with like duct tape right now, and, and he's trying to trying to find a way to put his yeah. team in the best situation. I know there's been a lot of criticism, and I I feel like in, unless you're in the room and you're in the building, that I'll always defer to a guy with as many rings as Steve Kerr has. Sorry, yep. I just will. Uh, you know what? It's funny. Um, Dublin March. What's up, Dublin March? He's one of our favorite YouTubers. Should they win YouTuber of the year? That with the Ernie Chavez Doobie Awards coming to a city near you in December. Um, Double Awards. Bonte, I'm okay if the Warriors are working towards next year's championship. Okay. How many people are cool with that? The Warriors are working towards a championship for next season. This could be the stepping stone to that championship. Yeah, but you know how you do that is you finish the season strong. You have to. You play. You play. You're still playing for your coach who passed away, and the effort on a nightly basis has turned up 
10 notches since that happened, mm-hmm. and that's the best tribute to anybody, is, is going out and playing hard, and they've done that on both ends, on defense too. And you just finish this thing off. You signed up for a full season, you play a full season, and you see what happens. And in, in, in your effort, in the way you approach, you're developing for next year. Mm. You're not just like checking in and saying, "Okay, this year we've right. been dealt a, a, a rough hand." Right. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're a professional. You go out there and play. You're gonna watch Kaminga get better. You're gonna watch Pajemski mm-hmm. get better. And meaningful games late right. in the season and, that's and getting need. to the playoffs is, is part need. of the development. Yep. This this isn't this isn't a play in city. This isn't a right. wild card city in football. This isn't a wild card city in baseball. This is a championship city. Thank you. This is about championships. Thank you, FP. And, and, Thank and you, we, FP. We don't settle for anything less. And that's Thank good. you, FP. And you know what? And, and that's good. I'm glad you said that because I argue with Shasky all the time. There's no moral victories are no. looking toward next year. Right. But if you play this thing out the right way, the development will happen naturally. And people will understand it. Yeah. This market is smart enough to understand what you're trying to do here. And if you're built towards that championship, we got no issues with that. It's 26 games left in the season. Hopefully they get some playoff experience for the youngsters and we go on and move forward here. But I'm glad you said that about championships. Because Shasky, we always go back and forth. And I say with the 49ers, man, it's Super Bowl or bust. And it's okay to embrace that. Like as a fan, why wouldn't you want to embrace that? Your team is out there, and they're talking Super Bowl or bust. I want my fans to embrace that if I'm those right. teams. Right. It's, I but, want but I, my but, fans to But want I want that. my teams talking like that, too. Yeah, exactly. On the flip side, as a fan, I want the Niners saying, hey, we're Super Bowl or bust, homie. If we don't win a championship this season, it falls short of expectations. Dude, I'm I, okay with that. Why don't we embrace that I, as a market? Bonte, I want my front office not to say, like, if we just get in. Or if we're the wild card. If right. you're talking about that before the season, right? Th- I mean, there's three trophies on the corner, third and king. There's, f- what, five Lombardi trophies with mm-hmm. the Niners. There's four recent trophies with the Warriors. Like, it's a, I, want, I want my coaches, I want my front office. I have no problem with what Draymond said the other day. I, I don't want to hear, hey, you know, it's all we have to do is get in the wild card. Look at this team from last year. They got in the wild card, and they did this. I, I I want my I want my owners, my front office, my coaches, and my players all talking about we want to win a World Series. We want to win a we want to win the Lombardi Trophy. We want to win an NBA championship. That's why we're here. There's nothing wrong with saying that. It's not delusional. Thank you. You should think that no, as an you, athlete, and you should expect that as a fan. I love that. We're, we're spoiled. Uh, we're entitled. Whatever. Clip this to send it to Joe Shasky. Send it to him because I, because this is something I love. I love the mindset. I love the mentality. We're not playing for big six. So what the hell are we doing? What are we doing? Like I, I'll do I, example of my career, FP, real quick. Uh, I remember I was doing a graveyard shift at the other station. I was running giant tree plays, and this young man, I'll just say his name, John Wilson. He's one of my good friends. But I remember he told me after a graveyard shift, he goes, "Ponte, man, you know, you're probably gonna have to go to." Bakersfield or Eureka or Fresno to get your start in the gig. And I was like, man, the hell with that. If I can't compete with the big dogs in this market that I grew up with, then what the hell am I doing this for? But no disrespect to Bakersfield. No disrespect to Eureka. No disrespect to Fresno. But my goal isn't to do radio in Fresno. I want to be in the big boy market. I believe I can roll with the big boys. It was a challenge to myself, but it was also the mindset. I'm not settling... To, to be in this market to intern and then move away to a top 75 market. That doesn't make any sense to me. If I can't stay here and find my way here, then I'm just not good enough and then we got to recalibrate the situation. Forget all that. It's, it's a championship mindset. 
I could be with the best. I could do things with the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's how we should feel about our football teams. Super Bowl or bust. NBA title or bust. I like that mentality. And we got that from Jan York. We got that from uh, uh, Joe Lacob. I don't know if we had that with the Giants right now, which is bugging the hell out of me. I don't know what the hell their mindset is right now. Platooning, you know, flipping the eyes and Slater and platooning with Lamont Wade. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, FP. But that championship mindset, I love that you embrace that. We should all embrace that. Yeah, when it, it it's junior college, so take that with a grain of salt. But we won the state championship at Sac City College. Oh, I got love for junior college. It, we we talked about it every day, Bonte. That's why I'm bringing this up. It, we talked about it every day. I talked about may, it, getting the last out. The it's going to be hit to me at shortstop. Right. I'm going to throw it to first. A, every, every last swing in batting practice was championship game bases loaded. Go. We yep. talked about it all season long, love and that. then we did it. And I got the last out, and it was like a dream sequence. But I think you have to think that me- you have to have championship mentality as a as a franchise, as an organization, as a fan base. Yep. Do I criticize myself as a fan that we're entitled all the time? Yeah, I've been a fan around here since I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm a little entitled too, because there's a lot of regions, there's a lot of cities that haven't experienced as many parades as we've gotten to go to, be in, whatever. Like so. Maybe we are spoiled, but I think if you ask the teams themselves, I want my fan base to expect this because it, it motivates me to be great every year. So I like that. It motivates me to make like moves that. as a front office to stay great. It motivates us to. It, it, we love the high expectations. Mm-hmm. We we don't want to just like have a, a a a developmental season where we're good in four years. Even though even though they've shown that blowing it up can sometimes work, but this is the, you, that can't happen here. Yep. I can't. Um, the Juco angle. I love that. Cause Talk I, about I, it, I bust my, I bust my chops at Juco. Yeah. No, I cover City College of San Francisco men's basketball team. They're about to enter the state tournament once again. And Justin LeBar, Adam DeQuisto, and uh, Tom McNichols, Coach Tom. They've done a great job. They changed my life, right? Deron Sims is now there. But they were championship or bust. And I remember when I started covering them, they lost in the Final Four. They lost in the championship game. And it was like, wow, City College of San Francisco won a state basketball championship since 1962. When they finally did it, that whole year, it was all about winning, raising that banner. From there, it's all about raising banners. They, they've lost in a couple state championship games, and they can't stand it. They talk about that more than the four championships they won. You know what I'm saying? But that's the standard. I love the championship. My CFP, man, you're moving up my book, man. Stock is, stock is improving in my book. Because that, that's something that people are afraid of. Ah, oh, well, well I, you know, I, Super Bowl, or well, you had a good season. No. But, no. But, but, Bonte, you also appreciate the effort that it takes to put yourself out there to get to that point. And you also understand how hard it is to get to that point. Yep. So it, it, two things can equally be true. You're never satisfied with seconds. Screw that. But you also appreciate what the Niners did for me as a fan this year. Right. You appreciate right. all the thrills and, and how hard they worked and all the mental and physical energy and the preparation right. it took to get to that point, and it didn't go their way. They mm-hmm. put themselves out there. They exposed themselves on the biggest stage, and they want to do it again, yep. which is hard. It's hard to even think about right. them getting there again. And what happens if they don't win it again? Well, it's funny. Brett and I, you on YouTube, he's one of our good YouTubers. Bate, where are you going to argue with FP? We did about Steve Wilkes. He said Steve Wilkes is terrible, and I said Steve Wilson's best coach in the Super Bowl for the 49ers. <laughs> dude, the guy right. calling the plays dude. is the one who got tight, I, made all the bad decisions. I, I just I don't like I don't like arguing. I know you're not an arguer. I'm not I an arguer on radio. I can tell. I can tell. I, I can tell. I, we I, don't argue. We just call it healthy debates. Healthy debates are fine. It gets a little loud at times. 
You argue with your boss. You argue with you argue at home. I don't want to get my car in here arguing. On top of that, right? I turn on Stephen A. on ESPN in the morning. They're screaming at me. Yeah, <laughs> you reap what you sow. Rus- Chris Russo and, and Stephen A. are screaming. I just woke hey. up and you're screaming at me. In that piece voice. Joe Shasky, Bonte just woke up and they're screaming at me on 95 Don't 7. scream at me when I wake up. Shasky and Bonte just screaming at each Let other. Let me ease into the day. <laughs> I don't want to hear people screaming at each Unless other. Unless it's Shasky and I, right? Yeah, it's fine. You guys are great. <laughs> you, you guys are awesome. You guys are the best. <laughs> no, we're not the best. You are. We're, we're, you are the best. We're very mediocre. Yeah. Andrew Wick is out today in the nation's capital. So Warriors visit the Wizards to start a four-game road trip. Uh, they'll take on the Wizards tonight. The Knicks on Thursday at the Garden, uh, Scotiabank Arena, Toronto, Friday night, and then, of course, Sunday against the Boston Celtics, and then I'll come back home Wednesday, next Wednesday, against the Milwaukee Bucks, and then we'll go back-to-back against Milwaukee and Chicago. So, Warriors, man, they got to get going here with 26 left, but baseball season is around the corner. We know about the Giants. Tristan Beck flying back to San Francisco. Something going on with his right hand. That's not good. He's one of your starters in the rotation. Uh, I'm not going to freak out over that, but let's hopefully it is good. But what the hell is going on with the Oakland A's? Like Sam Lubman, our producer, was at A's Fan Fest. I had no idea what was going on. And I guess the fans basically organized this fan fest. But a guy who's been all over this A's situation for the last three, four years, man, he's done an unbelievable job. Just tireless work covering this team, this organization. John Fisher, Dave Cavanaugh's Carnival Axe. Um, Casey Pratt, ABC7, sports reporter, good friend of mine, man, good friend of the program, does a terrific job over there at ABC7. But uh, I mean, this guy should win an award for what he's done covering the Oakland A's. Casey, good morning, man. What's happening? What's up, Bonte? And, man, I've been covering this since birth, and I'm in my 40s, dude. This has gone on way too long. Three, three four years would be wonderful. And before I get off on a tangent, I just want to say my, my, my heart and my thoughts are with the Shasties. Ah, oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, our, we're still remembering him. Um, you know, it's going to be a tough week for Shasky. Hopefully he's back soon. But definitely our thoughts are with Papa Shasky, of course, who left this earth a little too uh, little too quick, uh, a little too prematurely here. Um, Casey, man, so let's, first things first, Fed Fest. I had no idea what was going on. I was out at Disney on ice with the kid and trying to get some family time in. So Saturday happens. And was this a fan-organized Fed Fest? Did the Oakland A's just say to hell with Fed Fest this season? What, what was that about? Bonte, believe it or not, this is actually the second time A's fans have had to throw their own fest, if you will. Uh, they did it one time at Brooklyn Basin. Last year, the A's just had a spirit week. They didn't have a fan fest again. And then this year, when they had decided once again not to have a fan fest, A's fans organized through their own event, and it was huge. I, I, I was the MC of the event. I didn't know how many people were going to show up. I didn't know what to expect. But when I hit the stage and saw a sea of humanity, I was blown away by wow. the response. And, it just shows you. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you saw the selfie I tweeted yep. from the stage. But I did. Like, yeah. If you invest in the people, the people invest in you. And this team has never had an owner since the Haas family that truly invested in the team. And that's really the problem we have now. Casey, when we did the pre and the post game show for the A's, we were invested. We were invested every. <laughs> we were invested every single time. How you doing, dude? It's good to hear your voice. FP, man, I love you. I miss you. And, yeah, me and FP, if you guys are listening right now, did like a thousand A's pre- and post-game shows together. And we had to sometimes go outside the office and just take a little walk to blow off steam afterwards. But, uh, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's been a wild ride, FP, as you well know. It, it was good training for me early in my career when I had to spin things on the Ace Proposed Game show when they were playing so horribly. But Casey, I love how passionate you are about this. I follow you on Twitter, and, and I love what you're doing. $380 million in public funds they need. There's supposed to be artist renderings. They don't know where they're going to play. Nothing's official. It seems like Vegas doesn't want them because it's going to cost the taxpayers a lot of money. They want school built instead of a stadium it's supposed to be where it uh, what, what what is the site uh, they're going to Tropicana yeah they're going to tear down the Tropicana yeah, hotel Vegas, yeah. and they're going to put up a stadium there so what's going on i, I mean it, it looks like it's inevitable but man what a s show right now yeah it feels inevitable to me too because major league baseball is behind this like Vegas power players are behind this and it seems like they're prepared to sort of carry the A's kicking and screaming across the finish line despite themselves sometimes. Um, I'd still say it's about 75%. I spent some time out there for the Super Bowl. The Vegas insiders out there were all 50-50 on this, um, which is a lot lower than me. But, you know, if you look at that market, that's a town that can see a scam coming from a mile away. That's how they were built. That's how they thrive and function. And when you see a group come in and say, we want the money up front, and then maybe we'll show you the plans. We want the money right now, and then maybe we'll show you a drawing in the stadium. It sort of tweaks people the wrong way. And the A's have yet to even put out a real stadium rendering. They put out fake ones before they got the money, and then their own architects themselves said, wad those up and throw them in the trash. They're not real. So the people in Vegas are like, what is going on? If these guys aren't going to act like serious people, then we don't want them here. And so walking around Vegas, I wore an Oakland Root shirt. Like the first day I got there, I wore an Oakland 316 shirt to the media party because I really wanted people to like approach me and talk talk crap. And mm. no one did. It was like, yeah, we're with you. Keep fighting. The fans out here love you. I was like, oh, okay, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Casey Pratt, ABC, ABC 7 here on the Morning Rose on 95.7. The game's done a great job chronicling this A's situation. So there have been reports of a deal between Oakland where if the A's get to stay through 2027, Oakland would be first in line for an expansion team. How legit is that? Is there any validity to that? How possible is that deal? Well, the, the story itself is 100% valid. You know, I was told the exact same thing. Uh, but I think there's more to it, Bonte, in – First of all, like, there's never going to be an expansion team in Oakland. If baseball gets out of Oakland, they ain't coming back. Unless Joe Lacob puts together, like, this right. superstar group of power players that just woos MLB off their feet. I don't see expansion ever happening here once the A's are gone. Uh, I think that's first and foremost. But there's a plan. And the plan is to ask for the impossible. Because you know the A's can't give you an expansion team, right? Mm-hmm. You could say you also want the A's name and colors. The A's may not be able to give that up either. So what the mayor's office is doing is actually quite smart, and they're asking for something they know they can't get because they don't want to get to yes. They don't want to grant the A's those years at the Coliseum. The A's don't want to be here. They want to play here because they need to stay on their TV contract, and they need to be in a major league facility as much you know as Oakland gets knocked as being a major league facility. It's better than playing in minor league parks. So if they grant the A's that lease expansion – not only do the A's get to keep all their TV deal, they also get bailed out, and it helps them get to Vegas. So the city of Oakland's like, no, we don't want to help you at all. We want- How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast to sell the team to someone like joe lacob and let's keep pro sports here any concession is basically killing pro sports in oakland forever Casey, what are the chances being from Sacramento myself or the the A's landing there? I, I think they that's a baseball town, man. They support the Kings, but when you talk about all the players that have come from that city, all the major leaguers, that's a baseball city. Do you think FP. there's there's any chance? No, is, is that bad to ask? <laughs> this is for me. This is a personal question for yeah, me. I, know, I, know. I think it'd be cool if Sacramento had the A's. So I'm with you, FP. I think it's a great fit for the A's because obviously that's the A's territory. There's a ton of A's fans out there. I love Sacramento fans, but I also see it as hypocritical because for them to bail out this ownership group after everything those people had to go through with the Kings and the Maloofs and saving their team as it was about to get ripped away, it would seem like hypocritical to me. The issue isn't really the fit. I think it's actually the best fit for them if they don't play at the Coliseum, but the problem is it's technically outside their TV deal. And FP, you and I spent many years inside those A's studios at NBC Sports California, and we saw the ratings, man. We saw the ratings, mm. and you know, you know NBC Sports California isn't about to help the A's in any way, shape, or form if they leave their current contract. They're going to get out of that deal so fast your head will spin. They're not paying <laughs> $70, million a dollar, uh, $70 million a year for those numbers. That is for sure. So that's the problem with SAC. Technically, it would be a breach of contract, and if that's the case, then the A's can't really play there because they need that money. No, you're so right about those television ratings, man. I saw them from last year. 
And it wasn't even like it was. It was depressing seeing those numbers that the Ace produced. So yeah, what happens? Fifteen, one hundred and twelve. Right. No one's I mean, gonna watch. No, nobody's it. gonna watch them. But 15. still, when you get the ownership group and you look at the crowds, so what happens now? They, baseball's gonna start here. We're gonna play at the Coliseum. This is gonna be a repeat from last season, Casey. In terms yeah. of like fan yeah, attendance and parking and all that stuff, strikes and protests, we're gonna see the same damn thing we saw in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean, the A's are, their lease goes through this season. This could be the last season they play in Oakland if they don't extend that lease. And yeah, opening night is already a huge boycott protest is planned. And, you know, in the past, they were trying to be respectful and show like MLB that they can support a team. So they had reverse boycotts where they packed the stadium. And then Rob Manfred said, oh, yeah, that's just an average crowd. And so clearly it didn't work. So now the protests are like full on, full on boycotts, not reverse boycotts, like, don't go inside the stadium boycott. So that's what they're planning on opening day. They want everybody to come, have a massive tailgate party out in the parking lot, but don't go in the Coliseum. We'll see if they pull that off. But every time these guys, these fan groups have come together, it's gone gangbusters. Like both the reverse boycotts, the Unite the Bay thing at the Giants Park, and then this fans fest, man. Like I, I don't think there was an official count, but I'm telling you there's – well over 10,000 people there for this fan-organized event. And, I mean, there are fans as far as the eye could see. And what I posted was the outdoor stage. There's also an indoor stage and a full-packed venue inside. Wow. So it was nuts, man. They, nah, they go I, off every time. I, look, I was kind of out of the loop with the Warrior stuff going on and, you know, trying to spend a day with the family. Saturday, Dizzy on ice, by the way, and Kanto and Frozen Man. Those are my, those are my ones, Casey. Dizzy with Dad. Um, listen, <laughs> I, I, watching this, this is I, I'm seeing the photos from FanFest. I'm looking at their Instagram page right now. Follow Casey Pratt, ABC7 on Instagram. It looks fascinating. Kudos to A's fans. Now, with that said, what's left with Dave Cavill, John Fisher? I mean, are we going to ever hear from these guys? What's going on with these two? Uh, because those are the culprits here where they promised a lot. Well, Dave Cavill did promise a lot of things. Of, you know, the whole rooted in Oakland, dump your Giants hat for an A's hat. Where have they been at in the last couple months here? What's the latest on those two guys? Man, Bonte, Dave Cavill's kind of gone into isolation like Elsa in Frozen. Um, <laughs> I like before that. Before she comes back well out and emerges. But, Let's you go. Know, by the way, dude, I got two young daughters, and Encanto and Frozen are on, like, constant loop at our house. Oh. So I, I could probably sing every song hey, with you, dude. We'll do that We don't here, talk but. about Brew. No, no, no. <laughs> they don't miss. And, dude, both those movies, they don't miss. They do not miss. Uh, but, yeah, Dave, Dave is not granting many interviews these days. He's been around Mesa, Arizona. I'm not going to bother to come out there because, to be honest, man, the story isn't the team anymore. The story is the situation and where they end up playing and the future of the entire franchise in Oakland sports is, is in the balance. So, you know, a 50-win A's team doesn't really concern me that much. But, um, you, you know, he – They've all gone silent, man, and that's the problem. You, you can't ask for public money in Oakland and then ask for public money in Las Vegas without public discourse. You can't say, I want your money, but I'm not going to tell you my plan, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're some big, giant, billionaire developer and you want to come in and build something with your own freaking money, then you don't have to tell us crap. But when you're asking for other people's money, you need to tell them the plan, and that's the problem with the A's. They don't tell you anything. Uh, I'm in constant contact with them trying to get John Fisher on camera. Uh, hopefully it happens someday. But, uh, yeah, it, you can't ask for public funds without public discourse, you guys. Embarrassing, FP. Embarrassing. Destroying a historic franchise, man. 
It's just, it's just unbelievable what's going on over there. Casey, thanks so much for the time, man. You're good at what you do, man. You've done a great job chronicling this. And, of course, you guys do a great job over there at ABC7, ABC 7 covering all sports there. Casey, thanks so much for spending some time with us. And you know all about the – FP has no idea how much money we lose at Disney on Ice. <laughs> it is an expensive ticket, an expensive day. There is no price for the happiness of your children. There you go. Bro, I work for Disney. Disney. Disney owns ABC, and sometimes I get free tickets to Disney on Ice, and I still leave with my pockets empty because they find every way to get you, dude. They're so good at it. You shouldn't tell me that. I'm sliding to DS for free tickets. Hopefully I can save about 40 bucks. <laughs> Casey, good stuff, man. See you, Case. Later, guys. Anytime, man. Casey Pratt, man. Good, Good dude. dude. Well, he's a great solid guy, dude. man. He's, he's been solid, run for man. mayor of Oakland. Dude, he's so solid. Him and Chris Alvarez over there at ABC, ABC 7 alongside Larry Bill. Those guys are tripped up, too. You talk about outfits and being sharp on camera. Yeah. But he does a great job. I'm looking at the photos of Fan Fest. You grew up in like you grew up in Sacramento. You grew up in Giants fans, but you know about the history of the A's. Dude, I used to go to A's games more than uh, Giants games as a kid initially before I became a Giants fan because we moved out from Michigan and we were Tigers fans. So every year the Tigers came to town, we would go see them at the Coliseum. Right. Back when the Coliseum, you could see the hills in the yeah, back. Yeah, that was, was a beautiful, beautiful ballpark. Beautiful man. park. And so I I probably went to more A's games as a kid because it was closer to Sacramento. Candlestick was cold, but I went to a lot of Giants games once I was a teenager and became a Giants fan. So, yeah, hey, hey. it's disgusting, man. Lot, it, it truly a lot of love is. for wearing the clown shoes. Dude. Yeah, no, it's Dave had, had Cavill- a blast. We had we had Dave Cavallon a couple years ago on the roast. Kate Scosh asked and I, and Cavill avoided every question. I just asked him. I said, "Is John Fisher ever going to address the fans?" Well, you know, I got to tell you about this great campaign we got going on. I was like, "I didn't ask you that, homie. Where's John Fisher at? Where is he?" Yeah, I, I mean, it's just. I feel terribly. Like, you watched those games last year with the A's. I just feel sick for the fans, FP. I do, too. It's such a passionate fan base, too. Like, we'd get 15,000, 20,000, and they'd be the loudest 15 or 20,000 you ever heard in your life. Those Banging drums. the drums. Yeah, there you go. Yep. And then, then, then you play like the the Red Sox or the Yankees, and you get a full house, and that was sick too. I was sick. So anyway, I don't I mean, know. We used to be the flagship of the A's here at 95.70 game, and I enjoyed it because they would preempt my show, and I would go to all those day games. Take all my buddies and day games out there. We live bet the games here and there. But go out there and see all your favorite guys in the American League. All these home run hitters that were coming up. Whether it was Mike Trout. Whether it was Joey Gallo with Texas. Whether the Yankees were coming to town. Whether the White Sox were coming to town. And Jose Abreu when he was a White Sox. It was awesome going to those games. And just feeling the energy and the passion of the A's fans. And you see that happening, man. What's going on there? But the Fan Fest, man, what a what a what a story! Where it's just a storied franchise with some tremendous history, and some of the greatest players ever to play the game have worn that ever. uniform ever. And now it's just like a laughing stock. And now I think the saddest part about Abante is that people feel sorry for the A's now, and they were a story because people feel sorry for them, not because they're winning a hundred games, right. not because they've won four World Series, not because. Of the great teams of the seventies and the nineties and the mm-hmm. two, early two thousands, they're feeling sorry for them. Like it's it's a national story to feel sorry for the A's, and now they're the cool team to root for because you feel sorry for well, them. Well, yeah, that, you feel that, sorry to me. That's that's it, awful. It, it is awful. And then you think about the place they play in. Dude, I went there's through, JUCO I, Stadium. You talk about JUCO. When it, there's dude, JUCO stadiums better than what's going on. In I, I call it. I call it the the seventies drive-in. 
that they just let go to crap and the 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 grass and the weeds grow through the cracks and the yeah. the theater the the screen is all dilapidated yeah. and in the old like speakers that you hooked up to right. your windows are all screwed yeah. up and it's just it's got tumbleweeds blowing through it that's my analogy and i went there with my son last year and we went to a red sox game and the seat was literally duct taped together mm-hmm. and we got there early and we went to get i think round table pizza and they were out of pizza before the first pitch of the game because i guess they had their biggest crowd the night before it's that's, just incre- a, that's insane. And, and, and I, dude, I, have some insane. Of, I have some of my fondest memories as a fan <laughs> going there. It's incredible. And in, in, in the, the most fun I ever had playing baseball was there. Easily in my life. And it's just, it's sad. It is sad. It's it sad. is very, very sad what's going on out there. The stadium's crap. Bathrooms are crap. Whatever. Uh, they're going to have to play baseball there. We'll see if this is truly the last season in Oakland. It could be the last season of professional sports ever in Oakland, California. Now, I know the Warriors are still there. Um, here in the Bay Area, which is cool. But obviously the Raiders being down in Las Vegas, like, it's just tough. Tough, 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 tough. As we continue to talk here, a little baseball. We got about five minutes here. Five. I want to play this. I don't know if you saw this, FP. Let's have a little fun here. We do have the Warriors and Wizards. Chris Paul's coming back. Andrew Wiggins out due to personal reasons. Steiny Guru will be all over that. But I'm going to play this, this clip from last night's Pistons Knicks game at Madison Square Garden. The fight Detroit Pistons. Ah, yeah, they were playing their hearts out last night at Madison Square Garden. Almost stole one against the Knicks. Now listen to this play where Dante DiVincenzo dies into a Sir Thompson and the Knicks get the game-winning basket. Ten seconds to go. He throws it away. Ball loose picked up by Brunson. Brunson inside the heart. Hearts banks it in. Mike Breen on the call there. Of course, he's a play-by-play voice of the New York Knicks as well as ABC slash ESPN. Now, if you watch this play, folks, and I know you just listened to it, but if you watch it, David Chinzo dives into Thompson's legs. I mean, it's not even close. This should be a foul. They call it no call. Now, there's been a lot of talks about the officiating in the league. Uh, NBA officials, we hear coach every, it seems like every other day now we hear somebody ripping the officials in the NBA, and I agree. The officials in the NBA have never been worse in my life. They are awful to the point where I don't even talk about them because it is to be expected that they're going to blow calls left and right. But listen to Bonnie Williams right after the game, head coach of the Detroit Pistons. The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've we've done it the right way. We've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game. And the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game. Period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me what more can we do, coach. That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long. And enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that, and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called, period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. Dude, I'm watching it right now on YouTube, and DiVincenzo was going for the ball, and he did take his legs out. Right. That's foul. I know. It's foul. Hey, you blow that? You don't call it? That's, it, that's, it was a full-on like chop block. Now the Pistons are eight and forty-nine. They're not doing anything, so it's kind of funny when Monty Williams says this is a huge game. 
But James Williams was the crew chief. And if anybody knows who James Williams is as an NBA official, I'm not sure if you know who he is, FP, but Gucci Mane. He looks like Gucci Mane, a rapper in Atlanta. So we always give him a nickname. We always call him Gucci. He's the official. He's a lead ref of that crew. Gucci Mane did not call a foul. That crew didn't call a foul. And the Pistons walk away with another loss. But it's it's a bigger deal, man, because the officials in the NBA have just been all-time bad. All-time bad. I don't know what to do about it. Maybe you get another ref. Maybe you get more camera. That I don't was know in the garden, do. dude. You call a foul late with like five seconds left in the garden as an NBA ref. You ain't getting out of there alive. Oh, please. He did dive at his legs. He dove right at his legs. I love coaches that talk. I mean, he's going to get fined. He's like, my fine doesn't matter. My credibility and having my players back is far more important. You wow. can suspend me. You can fine me. And he might get both. But whatever he has to pay is worth it. Yeah. All right. That's it. Man, what a fast show. That's fast fun, show. dude. Fast five, come it up. Fast five. It's time for the Xfinity Fast Five. <laughs> your last chance to get in on the morning roast. Brought to you by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. Only from Xfinity. I'll start us off at P650. 650 right now. Bate, what Disney song would you use for CP3's return? Listen, man. It's been a love-hate relationship with the Warriors and Chris Paul, but he is coming back. 26 games left. I want to see this team go to the playoffs. So I'm just going to say, love is an open door. Love is an open door. It's a small world after (laughs) all. Don't do that. It's a small (laughs) world after all. Uh, uh, What was I going to say? Oh, Brandon Crawford. I want to thank him publicly on air for being the greatest shortstop in Giants history. He's apparently signing with the Cardinals if he passes a physical, which I hope he does. Check the Giants' schedule. The Cardinals are the last home game of the season for the Giants. So Brendan Crawford could technically end his career at Oracle Park. Wow. Wow. Shout out to B. Crawl. Great guy. Got to meet him over the last couple of years. He joined us on Warriors Pre and Post. Great dude. Great shortstop. Greatest shortstop in Giants history. Should get his due here. Hopefully has a better season than last and makes an impact on the Cardinals. Go ahead, uh, Love. Yeah, no, my final thought is, uh, yeah, farewell to Brandon Crawford officially. Um... It honestly feels like that grand slam he hit against the Brewers in his debut, it feels like it was yesterday. I saw highlights of the grand slam he hit against the Pirates in that wild card game, and I just remember how nervous I was all day long going into that game. He put that ball in the right field seats. I was chill the rest of the game. It was uh, a great career, so thank you very much, Baron Crawford, and good luck in St. Louis. Big job. We got March Madness around the corner, boys. Uh, and I am more excited for women's college basketball this year <laughs> than I am for men's college basketball. There are so many star-studded teams. Uh, and just to put it in perspective, Cl- Caitlin Clark and the number 5 Iowa Hawkeyes are playing number 2 Ohio State. It's the most expensive ticket in women's basketball history, and that includes the WNBA. The, fir- the cheapest ticket is going for four ninety right now. Wow. 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 It's a good call right there. Good call. WNBA good team coming to the uh, Bay Area soon. <laughs> Can we take for Kay- well, Caitlin's coming? Yeah, they got. Hey, I got a name for the WNBA team here. Oh, what is it? The Golden Girls. And then you play the the theme song to the Golden when they run out of the tunnel. Thank you Thanks for, for being, being Betty White. Friend. The Golden Girls. Sweet that. Yes. Back. Be careful with that. One. Patent it. It's good. I do like that. That's not yeah, bad. The Golden it's Girls. Not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. I do like the theme song though. Yeah.
Thank you for being the friend. Yeah, and they run out of the tunnel of that every home game. Oh, my gosh. How's that? I'm brought to you by Xfinity. Had a whole they have, to go. They have gray home units. <laughs> Get the fastest internet to all of your devices. Steiny Guru next. And you know, they'll be talking with some dubs here on 95 7 a game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.